Carly Russell took over media news, had everyone going crazy trying to save her, and looks to have completely lied about being abducted. I'm about to break down every bit from the full investigation to how she completely made a fool out of her parents, how society has to change their biased views, and the impact of all these false allegations occurring in America with no penalties. Carly Russell, 25 years old, nursing student out of Alabama, this woman has taken prank calling to a new level. She's redefining the term, do anything for clout, and launched it to new heights never seen before. This girl allegedly plotted and faked an abduction of herself when calling 911 on the side of the highway, claiming she saw a white baby in Pampers running down the side of the road. She knew the sound of a lost white child would really bring out the works. After she went missing and no sign of a child, the police department dispatched a large amount of resources, including helicopters, drones, canine units, the FBI, and Secret Service on this hoax of a case. This is yet another reason why that statement they've been cramming down our throats to live by is completely far from the truth. And too many victims of false allegations has had their livelihood stripped away, brand tarnished forever, suicides due to the impact of being lied on and no one believing you because you're a heterosexual man that's made out to be the villain in every scenario when there's an opposing view or series of events. That statement is believe all women. When are we going to stop this madness? Women has lied and lied many times in spite for money, to rob, revenge, manipulation, for attention, sympathy, and more. We need to follow innocent until proven guilty and eradicate the message of believe all women and embrace believe all evidence. Speaking of evidence, oh boy, did they find some interesting things that reveal telling details of her plans in the police chief recent report live on the news. After she magically appeared walking home, detectives brought her in for questioning. In her statement, she said this. She told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She stuttered when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child. A man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. She stated that the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her voice. Now listen to the description she gave of the abductor. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. Say what? She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She literally just described a clown. And you have to be a clown to believe this nonsense. Then she followed up and said she escaped the 18 wheeler, got caught, threw back in the car, got her hair played with. They didn't have sex with her. Then she escaped again. And this time she ran through lots of woods and somehow got near her house. After all of this, she only had one small injury on her lip, a tear on her shirt and had 107 bucks of cash in her socks. Wait, it gets even crazier. The Secret Service launched an investigation showing her recent Internet searches prior to this alleged abduction. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Part of what data includes several Internet searches and the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. On July 13th, at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught, was searched. On July 13th, 
at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about a production, was conducted. There were two searches later to Amber Alerts on a computer at Carly's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. This chick literally was trying to take things out of the Taken movie playbook. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. It's a notorious movie series about abduction. Everything about this is premeditated. And I still hear people hinting at mental health. But when she's plotting like this, I feel it's very unlikely. Mind you, they are in Alabama. If a little white kid was walking down the highway, do you really think only one person would have reported it and called 911? Look at the video. She puts on her hazard lights and drive a good distance before she even stops. She spotted a little white kid on the side of the road that far away in the dark? No. Then the data on her phone showed she traveled 600 yards as she spoke to the 911, alleging she's following the child. Now, don't forget she reported to the police in her statement when she got back that the man with the orange hair approached her as she got out of the vehicle looking for the child. She started when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child. A man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. So you mean to tell me this clown abductor walked with you 600 yards, no one saw him or the child as he snatched you away in his car and then put you in an 18-wheeler? But believe all women, they say. <laughs> this sounds wild. Police arrived five minutes after her phone call to 911, located her wig, a cell phone, and the grass near her car, and an Apple Watch in her purse. Now, why did she take off her Apple Watch and put it in her purse? If she's getting out of a car at night on the highway, duh, it's premeditated. She didn't want anyone knowing where she was going when they checked the GPS on that watch. Now, guess what was not in the car with her? Them snacks she bought from Target. Them good old Cheez-Its and granola bars. The items she purchased from Target, as well as the items taken from her place of employment, were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around the scene. In the press conference where Carly first got missing, her mom said she loves snacks. <laughs> Anybody that knows our daughter knows she knows she loves food. And when she got home, I was going to tell, give her a big hug and tell her thank you because I know you love your food. <laughs> so which is more realistic? She brought snacks because she knew she was about to go on a little trip, hence the search for Alabama bus tickets a day before, and having $107 still left in her socks when she returned? Think about it. She left her purse and the Apple Watch in the car, but had money stashed in her socks. Or... 
Did she have a psychic vision that she was going to see a baby in diapers running down the highway? No one else see. And she got snacks and money to lure the child to the car. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, speaking of her mother, let's speak about how Carla made a complete fool of them in their press conference. Yes, she wanted to get revenge on her mother for telling the world she loved snacks. After Carla returned, her mom and dad jumped to do this new interview almost immediately when she returned, which was not a smart move, especially when looking at the facts. But they wanted to show face and defend their child. But... Actually, just so many calls and texts from people who maliciously lied to us. I just didn't know people could be so evil. She's having to deal with the trauma of people just making completely false allegations about her. Do you believe that there's an abductor still out there? Absolutely. Mom was saying they called it fault for her life and that there was definitely an abductor saying everyone else is wrong for accusing her child of lying. Yeah, they was accusing her of lying before this police report because no one saw anything in that video of any children running on the highway. And her mom said all of this prior to any facts of the investigation came out and solely going off of what her daughter said and not even looking at how things weren't adding up. She's a fighter, too. If it's the chance for her to put up a fight to try to save her life she's gonna do everything she can to put up a fight her father was looking crazy too that's why they want the woman to be the head of everything now because they naturally speak and act from emotion more so over rationale that my friend is easier to influence and control all society has to do is insert trigger points to ultimately get them to do what they want basically how they incentivize women back in the day that they will only get government assistance if the man was not in the home and you guessed it, they fell right for it and separated the families for monetary gain. And they've been doing all sorts of things like this behind the scenes till this day. I was a feminist when feminism was about equality, giving women an opportunity to find their rightful place. But feminism today, to me, is all about advantaging women at the expense of men. And it's become very much caught up in the demonization of males. Feminist ideology infiltrating all our education systems, systematic programs to continue to advantage girls, and no one taking any notice of the fact that boys are f falling out in huge numbers. Everything is meant for divide and conquer, and so many are falling for this whole feminist movement, but not thinking for a second what's behind it all, because they are fueled by this sense of power they feel they are getting. Not equality, but power. Whenever you can lie, deceive, and ruin people's lives over false allegations without consequence, that's power. But it's all the long game that they're doing, and hardly no one is realizing it. So the father sat back, nodding his head with nothing to say, felt powerless to step up and tell his wife, this is probably not a good idea, let's just wait. Even if he did, which is possible, do you think she would have listened? She's another that's probably conditioned by this sense of power. She's not going to listen. She's going to go by her emotion and get up on that stand and say whatever without no evidence. She's going to just stick to what her daughter said, although these facts are not lining up to be rational or real. In conclusion, this lady need to have serious consequences and jail time if all of this was a premeditated hoax. The amount of manpower, money and resources that went out, she also needs to be required to pay restitution. But in reality, it's our fault things like this keep happening. Because we allow women to do it and not have to pay the price. 
So it's going to continue to happen over and over until we make everyone face consequences of their actions, no matter who they are, no matter what the gender is or sexual orientation. Stick to the true code, innocent until proven guilty, and believe all evidence. The highest point podcast. More than the pod, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle, lifestyle.